This is Among the Stacks, produced by the Allen County Public Library in Scottsville, Kentucky. The podcast where you learn what we're reading and recommending in the library news. Hey guys, it's Amanda. And Jamie. And welcome to Among the Stacks. And we almost went out with a bang this year. Yes, we almost did. That was exciting. (laughs) We had a minor gas leak and we were told to evacuate very quickly and... A little out of breath from that, but we you made guys, it. You guys almost got to hear us getting evacuated because we were just starting to record, and yeah. then we all had, we had to run outside. had one of our patrons come in saying, evacuate, and I'm like, what? Freaked <laughs> <laughs> me out. <laughs> and I, now I know, like, in a crisis situation, I thought I was, like, in a crisis situation, I could, like, you know, be in control and take care of everybody else. I was the first one out the building. <laughs> just ran out. Left I just everybody. ran right out. Well, All right. Well, we are in the last days of 2021. Yes, we are. And good riddance. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see 2021 again. No, I had a good year. Uh, I mean, for the most part, it's uh, for you especially, it's been good. Yeah. I had a baby. Um, and mm-hmm. I've raised him and I've not, you know, he's not dead yet. So I'm yeah. doing something right. If, if you can keep a baby alive for how long has it been? Seven months? Eight months almost. Eight months. Eight months tomorrow. Well, eight months on the 30th, I'll say. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure when this podcast will be posted, but eight months on the 30th. Yeah. But yeah, well, how's your beat? Have you had a good year, Jamie? Um, I've had a quiet year, and that is good as far as I'm concerned. Good. Yes. Well, I think it's good to talk about the books that we've read this year, and we are a library, and maybe that would be something good to talk about. Mm-hmm. And I try, me and Chelsea have got this thing where we try to meet a reading challenge, <laughs> and I thought I had met it, um, and I'm three books behind, and I have two days to get them done. I'm not going to meet my challenge. I know Chelsea's probably <sighs> scrambling trying to get her challenge met. But yes, are you probably. one that wants to meet goals in life? Like, are you one that will set out a specific thing and you just have to meet it? Well, I find that for me personally, expectations often end in disappointment. So I try not to. <laughs> To set specific goals uh, like like that, um, I, I, I I'm a very go with the flow kind of person. I think. Gotcha. I like to run with lists. Like if I have something written down on a list, it keeps me motivated. Because yes. sometimes I'm scramble brained, especially now. My brain mom, my mom brain, my brain mom, <laughs> my mom brain is just really wacky. Um. So I like to have a running list of things that I need to get finished during the day. Well, I mean, that's a different kind of thing than what I I would think of when you say set goals. Um, Okay. I mean, to me, like whenever somebody says set goals, I think, uh, where am I going to be in five years? That kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I really cannot plan or try to look that far into the future and and try to decide what's going to happen. That's just, I mean, I can barely make plans for two weeks from now. So, <laughs> yeah, but, but yes, having a, uh, sometime this week, I need to do this thing or mm-hmm. today. These are the things I want to accomplish that, that kind of thing. Yes, absolutely. I do that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I agree with you though. Like if you have these big ambitions, 
for five years down the road. You're just yeah. going to be disappointed. Mm, uh, right. Unlikely, you're not going to be anywhere that I mean, you thought you were going to be in five you, years. You could end up being like way better than that, but right. I, but I do feel like uh, the the reason I'm not a, a stressed kind of person is because I don't try mm-hmm. to, you know, uh, like I just this is how things are, and this mm-hmm. is fine. Well, that's this good. More people should be like you, Miss Jamie. Uh, we'll see about that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so what have been your favorite books that you've read in 2021? I have, um, there was a new Alice Hoffman. Um, you know that I love magic. Yes. So I, I love Alice Hoffman ever since Practical Magic. And even before that, or well, I don't know which order they were written in, but some of her older ones, like Turtle Moon, was really nice. And uh, there's one about an angel, but I can't remember the real title. The Littlest Angel or something like that. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, anyway, I love, love, love Alice Hoffman. And she had a new book. Plus, I got a new favorite author, uh, Alex E. Harrow. And she was the one that wrote the 10,000 Doors of January that I love so much. Gotcha. And Chelsea let me know the other day that there was a short story called A Spindle Splintered. And it's kind of like a fractured fairy tale sort of Mm -hmm. thing. Really, really great. It was super nice. And you're a strictly audiobook girl. Yes. Yeah. I, I listen to audiobooks while I'm doing everything. Yeah, I really love audiobooks. Yes. That's the only way that I can honestly read these days. Mm-hmm. And I've been like scheduled to do a podcast forever. And I keep mm-hmm. on being like, nope, nope, <laughs> nope, because I've not read anything. Yes. And I think the last podcast the girls did, it was talking about reading slumps. And I'm just in the middle of one right now. And it's been probably a month since I've read anything. Um, but that's okay. I'll pick up and it's fine. That's my motto. It's fine. It's going to be Well, and that's another thing is that I don't think, like, I think of reading books as absolutely a pleasurable activity. And so I feel like if, if I set a reading goal, to me, that's, that's just adding stress to something that I just want to do because it's fun. Right. And, and then it becomes a chore and Mm -hmm. I don't want that for sure. Right. So... Uh, I mean, I read a lot of books by listening, uh, but it's not because I'm trying to, you know, beat my last year's score or anything like that, mm-hmm. which it's okay to do that. If that's, if that's what floats your boat, do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think yeah, that's me, great. <clears throat> me and Chelsea were like, oh, we're going to, you know, read 25 or 30 books this year, looking at our reading challenge. And Jamie's like, um, I think I've read like 90. And we're like, what? And that was only up until like from April to December. She's read yeah. 90 books. <laughs> so, yeah. Maybe well, you, real small. You have a baby. And that yeah. takes up a lot of your time. I yeah. only have a little when my grandson comes over. And even then, uh, his uncle, my son, TJ, are, you know, he's the one that really keeps him occupied because he loves video games. Yeah. You just can't get nothing done with a baby running around. No. You just can't. You can't. Well, my favorite books this year, and they've probably already been discussed, but I loved The Queen's Gambit by Walter Tevis. It was so good. Chelsea um, kept telling me about that one, too, but I never read it yet. Well, I started watching the Netflix series. Um 
and being me, I wanted to read the book where this was, you know, originated from. And the yes. book called it so good. It was just, I, just, I love The Queen's Gambit. Well, that's wonderful. Um, Quiet in Her Bones by Nalini Singh. I know I talked about that one. If you want a good mystery, that's really good. Went dark, Jamie. Yes. <laughs> these these lights in, in the room I'm in are automatic. And if you don't move around, they just turn off. So, yeah. you know, Sorry. I'm, I'm sort of a ghostly figure on the on I like Amanda's it. computer. I like it. <laughs> One that was a book that was a surprise to me was Hamnet by Maggie O'Farrell. And it was a uh, hictor- historical fiction account of Hamlet. And I just thought that was lovely. Oh, if really you're into neat. that type of thing, it talks about um, the love that he had and it all originated around this child. It was it was lovely. I loved that one. Hmm. The Lost Apothecary. I think all of us have, have listened to that one. Oh, it was really good. So good. So good. The most bizarre book I read was called Every Bone of Prayer by Ashley Blooms. Mm-hmm. It started out really good. And then it just like I, I love all types of genres but it got so twisted near the end it completely lost me I just, so the ending kind of fluffed out on me yeah um the funnest book i read was green lights by matthew mcconaughey yeah you and, kept telling me different parts through throughout while you were listening to that one. yeah i listened to that one and if you just want to hear you know a handsome man read to you all day that's that's what that will be right up your alley yes that's very nice and probably my favorite book because it kind of gives tribute to um, Glenn Connor. I read Our Sense of Place, History of Allen County. Yes. And I just love that because, you know, I love Glenn and it w- it's a wonderful book that we get to share with our patrons all the time. Yes, that's um, it's it's great to have things like that with people that in our community have been around for so long and then we lose them. And it's just a treasure uh, that's mm-hmm. that's lost. Uh as far as talking to them, but yeah. we can, we can still get a lot of those stories from the things they wrote down while they were here. Yeah. He wrote an inscription on one of those books. Cause I bought one of his books from him and it was, I can't remember the exact words, but it was, it said something along the lines of to my fellow historian and friend. And Aww. that just really tugged at my heartstrings, well, I bet. but he was a good man. I think he passed away last year, but yeah. good man. Yes. So, anything good to look forward to in 2022, Jamie? Um, I don't. What do you know? I don't know either. I don't know. <laughs> At this point, with COVID, and we've been asked about programming. And- yes, it's it's hard. It's harder than usual. Yeah, I mean, I just said that I don't really like to plan. I'm not good at planning, and uh, it, it's harder than ever with. COVID because we, we just don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. We get asked we just, all the time, when are we going to start children's programming again? And we just well, don't know. Well, because then you started, you did some, and then, you know, people kept getting um, exposed and getting mm-hmm. COVID. So, And the last I mean, thing I think we want is for us to be a hotbed for people to come and get exactly. the virus and then spread it to their family. So I think it's irresponsible of us to, uh, to, to, it would be irresponsible of us to put a bunch of people together on purpose mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. So, so I think what we've have discussed is as long as our numbers are in the red, there will be no children in-house programming for sure. Yeah. Um, and then we'll just have to wait and see how long that's going to last. And right. I think patience is fine to learn and 
It's Absolutely. okay. It's and I, I also think it's really good that, I mean, if you want to think of a pro of this pandemic, uh, it's that it, it has taught people to slow down a little bit and yeah. to just, just chill. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to be running every minute. You don't mm-hmm. have to be around people every minute, all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just, sometimes it's good to just chill and, yeah. you know, be in your snug okay. little home and mm-hmm. enjoy it. I agree. Uh, uh-huh. There are several patrons that we miss, uh, but a lot of those people have started using our um, electronic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the Libby sorry, app, what, digital, yeah, uh, digital yeah. resources. Yeah, we're using and, Libby, Acorn TV, and the mm-hmm. Hoopla. And, yeah. So yeah, and that's I mean, super nice. We're still here. Um, we yes. can meet everybody in different ways. Exactly. And I think it's all about challenging what you normally would be comfortable with doing. So if yes. you're not comfortable with technology, well, now's the time to learn. Yeah. And, um, it's and we, and, and where we would normally help somebody on a computer here, we've had people calling and uh, signing up for Libby on the phone. Yeah. And that is an interesting experience when uh, someone's not super tech savvy. Yeah. <laughs> but we, we try our best to make sure yeah. that they understand and yeah, we can usually get them. And we uh, usually get out. them ready to yes. go. And for the ones, you know, who can come in, you know, we can get them set up, you know, very simply. And, but yeah, over the phone is fine. Just call us yes, and we'll get you set absolutely. up on Libby. And We've lots stuff. of people do that. Good. So um, you're not a planner, so you don't have any resolutions, I'm sure, for the new year. Yeah, I don't, I know, I don't like doing resolutions either. I don't either, because I always I feel like, I, I feel like if you want to do something, then you should just do it. Uh, and if you, if you're going to wait until the first day of the year to start uh, uh, something, especially like health-wise, like if you said, uh, uh, okay, I'm going to start a diet on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't you just start right now? And, right. And, and you don't have to change your whole life because that is a recipe for failure as well. Mm-hmm. Just make better choices whenever you can. Right. And, have, and, and like small chunks at a time. Yep, exactly. Not a big, you know, because it's like when I go into my stepson's room, his, I mean, an 11-year-old boy is the messiest thing on the face of this earth. Yes. And you walk in there and you're like, how do I even get started? But don't look at the whole picture. Just focus right. on this little pile of Legos and put it away. Mm-hmm. And then focus on this pile of Nerf bullets and then put it away. And then eventually those little piles that you've put away, you've got a clean spot and you can just, you've really made some progress. Exactly. Like little small chunks at a time is good. A little at a time. A little at a time. Well, I don't have anything else to talk about. Jamie, do you? Uh, I was going to talk about The Haunting of Hill House. Please do. Uh, So my son and I listened to books together. Mm -hmm. And we decided we wanted kind of a haunted Christmas. So I got some. Oh, yeah. I remember you talking about that. So I got some ghost stories because I had several days off uh, just before Christmas. Mm -hmm. So I had a lot of time. And. So we just hung out and listened to scary stories. So we read The Haunting of Hill House, and it is much different than what I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. And the ending, I just wanted to, if it had been a physical book, I probably would have thrown it on the floor. <laughs> so, <laughs> Oh, so was the, was the ending bad? 
it was a letdown, anticlimactic oh. to say the least. So all of um, that just building up, building up, building up, and then like, pfft. yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and I'm I'm not gonna I'm, I mean because it would ruin it for anybody that decides they want to read the book, right? And it was a good book and an interesting story and. The thing is, it's so different because it's so old. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I don't remember the year it was written, but I feel like it might have been the, was it in the 30s? Anyway, I don't know. But anyway, it's old. And right. so um, the language is kind of strange and these people would be talking and it, it's, did you, do you ever watch the old black and white movies like uh, The Thin Man? Do you remember those? I mean, I don't know that one in particular, but we do watch yeah, the old movies. You know, certain kinds of old movies, the the people have this manner about them mm-hmm. that's very uh, like they're like they're rich people who are acting all silly. Yeah, I don't really okay. know exactly how to explain <laughs> it, but anyway, that's how these people were in the book. Okay, they were they acted like people who had no problems in life whatsoever right and they were just they were just acting silly and then uh they would be talking and and they would go off on these just flights of fancy uh in this whole conversation like you're just talking like a normal person then all of a sudden you're saying and then i uh I could live in the woods uh, in this tiny cottage with fairies all around or you know something it was kind of crazy yeah so yeah it was it was strange it was <laughs> strange. it's left you all in a tizzy you don't know what yes. to think <laughs> yes <laughs> that book got to me apparently how did tj like it was he feeling um, the same yeah he said uh he said that ending was so rushed <laughs> I, was like, I was like i don't know what she was doing but yeah. apparently she just was done with that she book. was just done <laughs> Well, I'll, I will end it with this. I had, you know, we'll see. I'm so disturbed today, Jamie. Because <laughs> about Ann Perry. Oh, right. So author Ann Perry. You know, yes. she's on our standing orders list. Um, we get all We've, of her books. She gets We've checked those out. books on the shelves for years she and check, everything's she gets just check, normal. She gets checked out a lot. Like people yes. check out her books a lot. Well, Miss Ann, go, you know, that's not her real name, which is fine. People have all the right in the world to, you know, do what they want to do, except for this, I feel like. When yeah, she, yeah. When she was 15, her and her best friend, like, conspired to kill and did kill her best friend's mother. And she only got five years in prison. And, and they killed she, her with a brick. A brick. They they hit her many many times. Yeah, so it's you know awful. she it's a you know it was a terrible murder, and she only served five years, and she's in the United States now from New Zealand, and she's just writing these detective novels. <laughs> <laughs> what well, I said when you told me about it, I said, "Well, they say write what you know," so I guess she knows about. Hiding things in mystery. And I guess she does. I'm crying. just a little, 
I'm a little perplexed about this. Yes. But it's okay. I love true crime. That's like my genre with everything right now. Um, Well, now you've got something to dig into. I'm going to dig into it. I have a podcast that I listen to all the time. And these girls, I have their contact information because I've tried to submit (laughs) stories for them to read on their podcast. I've got some pretty juicy (laughs) stories. And uh, I was like, girls, please, like, Make this librarian's heart so happy and dig a little deeper into Ann Perry and her murders. They made a movie about this. Yes. And I forget what they called it. Um, Mariah had it looked up earlier. Heavenly Heavenly Creatures. creatures. Yeah. Heavenly Creatures. And I think it was it came out in 1994. And it starred Kate Winslet as Ann Perry and the girl that played on Two and a Half Men, Rose. Yes, I can't she, remember her real name. I can't. It, it's like Linksy. I think her last name is Linksy or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she played um, Anne Perry's best friend. And I'm going to have to watch that movie now. <laughs> and I don't want to ever read an Anne Perry book because it freaks me out. <laughs> not that I think I ever would. I'm, I don't like. It, I don't like the little light detective novels. I'm not into that. Yeah, I like if it's going to well, be. It's, like, I do, but the, the, these are historical and like in London or something. And so it's kind of, it's, 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 it's just it's a different real specialized genre. Yeah. I think. It's just not something that I would gravitate towards. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I do want to learn more about Miss Anne and um, figure out what the crap was going on and why exactly. did she only have to serve five years and get a slap on the wrist. And now she can just write books. Right. Right. She's had a lot of success for someone that, you know, murdered someone yeah. in cold blood, apparently. Anyway, this turned really dark at the end of the year, yes. and we are very <laughs> apologetic, apologetic about that. I'm sorry. Um, we hope that you have a great um, new year, and we hope that this yes. year has been great for you. And I guess until next time, Jamie, because this is my yes, last day until next week. I'm taking and off. People should just go with the flow. Go with the flow. Go with the flow. If you want to, if you want to, you know, read an Ann Perry detective novel, that's fine. Yeah. Do you, do you feel like you'd be supporting her behavior by reading the book? Yeah. Like, I don't want to do it. <laughs> Freaks me out. But then you've got Mariah here who wants to listen to Ed Kemper read her a story. I'm like, what is wrong with us? We're so messed up. Well, we all have our things. We all have our things. Anyway, we're not that dark and spooky. Come see us at the library. I promise we'll try to put a, you know, a smile on your face. Yes. And our small way of helping and, I don't know, knowledge that that we can acquire if we need to. Our, and and our strange interests. We're so strange. <laughs> I myself am strange and unusual. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Y'all have a happy new year. Yes. Happy new year from me too. Goodbye. Bye. You've been listening to Among the Stacks, a podcast produced by the staff of the Allen County Public Library in Scottsville, Kentucky. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to seeing you among the stacks.